Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Targeting the Podcast, episode two. It is me, your host, Sydney Pickern. If you're here from episode one, well, you either hate me and you want to hear what else I have to say, or you're like, this girl's smart and she knows what she's talking about. If it's the second one, you're a genius. If it's the first one, well, I hope I grow on you. If not, too bad. Um, anyway, so I was listening to episode one this week and every time I listened to it, the same exact thoughts kept going through my head. Like this girl is so smart. And then I was like, oh, that's me. So I'm in agreement with everything I said last week. I stick to it. I believe it was correct. It is correct. And if you don't agree, you're wrong. Let's get right into it. Um, I do need to make an announcement. <sighs> And this announcement goes to Nicholas McKinney. So on like last week, I didn't really want to dig into Auburn in the first episode. Like I was like, you know what? I'm going to mention Auburn, but I'm not really going to target them because I do like Auburn. Like when I think of the SEC, Auburn is one of the teams where like I can stand them. Um. And then something just triggered inside of me. And so I went off and Nick is a big Auburn fan. And so I don't want to apologize because I'm never going to apologize for what I say. However, I would like to make a statement. Um, me talking about Auburn, did it hurt as bad as losing to Florida State in the national championship? I, I actually wrote something down that I would like to read to you that says, in the biggest game of the season, down by four with 79 seconds left, the Heisman Trophy winner put together the drive of his life and the Seminoles proved they could take a punch and win a championship. Winston threw a two-yard touchdown pass to Kelvin Benjamin with 13 seconds left, and number one Florida State beat number two Auburn 34-13 to win the BCS national title Monday night. Which one hurt worse? Let me know. Um, I also realized that the last one, I didn't laugh. I was I was just keeping it real. Um, but this one, I have the first two things I'm going to talk about are funny to me. So like that was funny to me. Um, we actually beat Auburn on Jameis's birthday. So January 6th, 2014, one of the best days of my life. One of the one of Nick's one of the worst days of Nick's life. But um anyway. Love you. Next, um, I specifically said to the University of Miami that I did not want to talk about you, right? Like I was like, do something worthy of me talking about, and then we'll talk. And then Miami fans had to run that mouth. This is my issue with Miami. You know. This is my issue with Miami. They never shut up. Like, shut, that's, why, that's why I said in the first episode, when you do something worthy of me speaking of, I will talk about you. But you don't do anything. But then their fans come in and they're like, 
Well, actually, um, we have something to say. Okay, well, let's hear it. So they start bringing up all these things that are so irrelevant to all of our lives, all of us, like even themselves. So this is what this Miami fan had to say. They sent a little graphic that says that NFL playoffs, like the number of players in the playoffs, the schools with 10 plus players on active rosters. Miami has 13. Okay. Sorry, guys. Forgot my water. (laughs) Miami has 13 players. That is so good. How come... You have 13 players. Like you, there were only a couple schools on this list. You have 13 players playing in the NFL playoffs, but your team all around is not good every single year, okay? So this is, this is what they say. This is what a Miami fan will say to you. My favorite thing about these people, and it's not just Miami fans, it's several different teams, conferences. They love to talk about the past. Let's talk about now. Because if I wanted to come around, I think I've made it clear I'm an FSU fan. Um, But I will, if you don't think I'm going to have things to say about Florida State, you're crazy. You're crazy. So me, you know, FSU went through the dark years with um, these past couple years. You know, it was rough. It was so rough, Okay. I didn't walk around and say, remember when we won the national championship four years ago? Because I'd sound like an idiot. Like, yeah, we lost to Jacksonville State, but remember when we beat Auburn? You sound dumb. So this is a Miami fan. This is a typical Miami fan. Remember how good we were in the, the 90s? Okay. So what I did for you, Miami fans, is I went back and found your last relevant team. It was in 2001, okay? This is what happened in 2001, okay? Let's talk about how far we've came. I was four. I'm 25. I was literally four, okay? Um, The first generation of the iPod came out. And I'm not talking, I'm not, I'm talking about the iPod. Touch screens were not a thing. You had a circle and a calendar and it was black and white. And it was that. Okay. Second, the PlayStation cost $299. Okay. All For You by Janet Jackson Jackson was the number one song in the country. And my favorite, um, 2001, the last year that your college football team showed any sort of relevancy, um, Shrek was released. Since then, we have had four Shreks and two spinoffs. So when, you, when you're talking to me and you're trying to prove a point, like, oh, remember how good we were? Remember when Shrek came out? Like, bro, and that, listen, you, you having these players in the NFL, that is insane, incredible. Why are you not good? Like, literally, Why? You have so much talent. That just shows that your program doesn't know how to capitalize on talent. You still don't have an ACC championship. And I already told you, I don't want to talk about you. Don't make me talk about you, bro. Like, I don't want to. But 
if you want me to, I'll keep going. So, Miami fans, let's not do it, you know? Like, I don't, whenever I think of college football being a Florida State fan, I know so bad you want to be like our, like our number one rival. It's, it's not going to happen for me. Some, some people like are like Miami. Oh God, I hate Miami more than Florida. No, I don't. I never will because Miami isn't good enough for me to hate like that. And don't think I just called Florida good. Don't think that. But it's like Miami will go on this like one trip. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't, I don't have to justify my thinking. So this episode here, I just have one topic. And I think that as we go through these first couple of episodes, I need to let you get to know where my head is a little bit. Um, So in the first episode, you learned that I hate the SEC. Um, It's not that I hate the SEC. I think that they're dumb and that they are... Um, what's that word I'm looking for? They exaggerate everything. I, I, I'm not even going to say like, oh God, they're so overrated because they do have some good teams. But I mean, if you listen, if you haven't listened to episode one, go listen to it and then get back with me. I would love to hear what you have to say to me. So today we're going to talk about my top three most overrated teams in college football with one being Oregon. Oregon every single year makes me so mad. Oregon. And you're probably like, Oregon, if you don't watch college football and you hear someone talk about Oregon as a college football team, they're like, who? Like, the only reason anyone watches Oregon play is because of their uniforms. Unless you are from Oregon, you're not watching Oregon. And for some reason, we have this huge, like, hyped up idea of Oregon that they want us to have in our head at the beginning of the season, right? So before I start talking about Oregon, I will address what you all, if you are an Oregon fan or if you're, you keep up with college football and I already know what's going through your head when you hear me bring up Oregon, we could talk about Oregon and FSU and the college football playoff in 2015. As I said, I will talk about Florida State. Do I think that Florida State should have been in the college football playoff? No, no, I wouldn't have put them in there. The only reason we made it in there was because we won the national championship the year before and then went undefeated. So you had to, oh, 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 but we entered number four. If we were in the SEC, we would have been ranked number one. That's none of my business. I'll shut up, but just saying. So, I mean, we won every game in 2014. Um, We beat... Georgia Tech and the ACC championship. That's how you, God, Georgia Tech was ranked number 11 in 2014. Well, we beat Notre Dame. That was the best game I ever been to in my life. We beat Louisville, Clemson. Those, I'm saying them because they were all ranked. But like every single game we played was close. So that's why whenever you put us up against Oregon, we lost 59 to 20. Whatever, man. Like it was time. So, I went ahead and I did it for you. So if you were sitting in your car and you're like, how is an FSU fan going to say Oregon isn't relevant? Well, there you go. I just told you. Why? Well, you know, whatever. Anyway, let me get into it. So they started the season ranked number 11. Okay. Um, 
Why? I don't know. Because they ended the 2021 season with two losses. They lost to Utah twice. And it wasn't like they improved at all. Because they lost to Utah in the regular season, 38-7. to And then they played them again in the championship and lost 38-10. to How did... How did you not improve literally at all? Like your defense played the same and then you kicked the field goal. Uh. And then they lost to Oklahoma 20 or sorry, 47 to 32. Okay. And then you start the season ranked number 11. I have something to say. And I have, I think I know why they were ranked number 11. And I'm going to tell you. So anyway, before I get into that, they had the number 27th ranked strength of schedule. If you don't know what that means, basically before the season starts, um, they will look at your schedule and they will rank how hard it is. Georgia had number one, touched on it last week, dumb. Um, Oregon had number 27. Oregon played more ranked teams than Georgia. Hmm. Isn't that something? They did. So they they opened the season with Georgia. They uh, got that tour up. Then they played BYU, UCLA, Washington, Utah, Oregon State. Um, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six ranked teams that they played. Um, I mean, if we if we want to touch on Georgia again, you know, I didn't I didn't want to bring the SEC into this today, but we can. Georgia played one, two. Three ranked teams, but yeah, let's let's give a uh, let's give Oregon number twenty seventh and Georgia one. That makes if someone can make that make sense to me, I would love, I would love to hear it. Um, so they step outside of the Pac twelve to play Georgia, and they get tore up, tore up. But I'm going to tell you right now why they got ranked number eleven had nothing to do with them getting beat by Utah twice, makes no sense, and then getting beat by Oklahoma. They didn't look at that whenever they were making these preseason rankings. I'm going to tell you what they looked at. They looked at Georgia having to play a ranked team the opening weekend of college football. That's why Oregon was ranked. Because we have to make the SEC look like this powerhouse So let's put Oregon ranked because, hey, they could be. They got a cool recruiting class, even though they have a new coach. Who who ranks a first-year coach with three losses in the last games of the season? Um, I'm sorry. They They did beat Oregon State. No, they didn't. They beat, sorry, wrong. They beat, no, yeah, they beat Oregon State. I'm right. I'm always right. Um in between those losses to Utah. You have three losses of your last four games and a first-year head coach, and you want to rank this team in the top 25. I'll tell you, yeah, they do, because we had to make Georgia look good. I mean, that's what I'm here to do is keep it real with you. Um, but you also have to take into consideration, and I'm not going to talk too much about it, Oregon does have that Nike money, baby. So you, you can't say too much about them because you need you need that Nike check. 
for the NCAA. Anyway, next, uh, Notre Dame. Oh, God. I don't know how I got through that whole first episode without saying one thing about Notre Dame. Let me tell you, if you put a list on a wall and you said, Sydney, write down your top five most hated teams, Notre Dame is going right at number two, baby. Hate them. Can't stand them. Every single year, they are like, oh, we're going to we're gonna win the national championship. And everyone, like these analysts, believe in them. They really do. Why? Don't know. Don't know. So I don't hate Notre Dame because they're overrated. I hate Notre Dame because their fans are idiots. Um, they never shut up. I feel like, Every fan base never shuts up, but Notre Dame, Florida, Georgia fans, oh my God. It's a different breed when you hit them. You know, I feel, I don't know. Yeah, I said in the last episode, maybe I won't call the Florida and Georgia fans annoying, um, and I left it. So I am going to go ahead and throw Notre Dame in the bunch. Awful, awful, awful. Okay, they act like they have done... And maybe this is why they're in my overrated, because I hate them so bad. Um, they act like what they have done has changed, like, what college football is in this world. You haven't won a national championship since 1988. What are you doing for us? You won't join a conference. So, to me, since Notre Dame is not in a conference, right? If I had a team, and I was like, listen, so like like these high school football teams like IMG and like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. They basically will look around the country and try to find good teams to play them. Notre Dame, you are in your own little conference. Why do you not go out and try to play the best of the best? I'll give it to you. Like, they played Ohio State and they played Clemson. Clemson... I don't think it's not looking too bright for y'all right now. And then they also played USC. Uh, you lost to two of the three um, and you lost to Marshall. But I bet you money they will be ranked in the top 25 to start next season. Okay. We'll go through their list. They lost to Ohio State, they lost to Marshall. Mm hmm. Then they lost, wait, no, they won against Cal. Then they played North Carolina, BYU. They lost to Stanford. They played UNLV. They beat Syracuse, Clemson, Navy, Boston College. Um, what is UNLV? Again, you are in an independent conference. Go play someone. It's not like anyone is scared to play you guys. No one. If you did something, that would be like Alabama going and be like, hey, play us, play us. You might have like a, oh, no, I don't know. You are Notre Dame and you are not good consecutively every single year. Again, go ahead and talk about how you beat Florida State two years ago. It was a different time. I will accept it. You should not have been ranked number five to start the season. Again, with another First year head coach, like you, they lost their head coach of how many years? And you rank them that high? Like, I need to be, I need to rank. I need to rank these teams. All right. 
My next one, and this is just going to be a short little episode because, you know, like I said, we're still getting to know each other. My next, and I struggled with this one, okay? So before I get into telling you who number three is, and I don't really like, I'm not going to go into much detail because I feel like this one kind of speaks for itself. Um, I did have, let me read them, a couple of teams I wanted to talk about for this last spot. USC was one of them. Um, Lincoln Riley, you are just a treat from God. Um, Texas A&M, I have so much to say about Jimbo, like I said in the first episode. Florida. So I came to the decision that I'm not going to talk about Florida um, until I have a very special episode dedicated just to them. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put them on there. So my third most overrated team is the Michigan Wolverines. And I want to take a walk down memory lane when we talk about Michigan. Michigan has been trying to prove its relevance for so long, and they're always talked about. So it's not like, you know, they, like, have these down years and you just, like, don't hear from them. For some reason, they're always in this conversation, and they are never, ever, ever impressive. And one thing about Michigan, if Michigan was playing in a big game, I'd bet all my money on whoever they're playing. They are the, they choke every single time they have a big game, right? So let's go back. Let's see. What year do we want to go back to? Let's just take a trip together. Let's go to 2019, okay? So they play Middle Tennessee, Army. They win against Army in overtime. If you're going into overtime with Army, bro, Like, be so for real. Wisconsin, they lost. Rutgers, Iowa, Illinois, Penn State, Notre Dame, Maryland, Michigan State, Indiana. Then they lost to Ohio State and Alabama. Um, They lost to Alabama in the Citrus Bowl. Shocking. Okay. My point of saying all that was that's when they lost to Ohio State. 2020, because of COVID, they were not allowed to play Ohio State. So... If you are not familiar with Michigan, in 2021, they had to be Ohio State or their coach was going to lose their, his job. Like, that was, everybody knew it. If they didn't win, he was gone. So, 2021, they had a great season. And I will give it to them. They lost to Michigan State because, like I said, if these boys are, and it doesn't matter what team they have, like they cannot win a big game. They can't. It's so, it's, it's the most, and it's so easy because like they'll go to play a big game and you're like, oh, Michigan has to win this game. They're going to lose. It just happens every single time. So I think in 2021, when they beat Ohio State, it was truly because they knew you better go out there and play your butt off because your boy's going to get dumped if you don't win. So they did beat Ohio State in 2021. Then they beat um, Iowa, which was impressive. Iowa is number 13. Um, why Iowa's number 13? I don't know. Like, Iowa always just sneaks their way up in here, and I don't know where they came from, but they're always there for some reason. 
And then they lost to Georgia because, like I said, you put them in too big of a game. They don't know what to do. They freak out. Okay, so then 2022 comes around. They go undefeated all year. Awesome. Let's look at their schedule, okay? I'm big on schedules. Like, I'm so done with these little idiots talking about, oh, my God, they're so good, blah, 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 blah. Um, Michigan had the number nine. I'm going to read you their schedule. Number nine strength of schedule, okay? Let's see. Let's see what teams you have to play to qualify for number nine ranked strength of, strength of schedule. Say that three times fast. Colorado State, Hawaii, Yukon, Maryland, Iowa, Indiana. Penn State, Michigan State, Rutgers, Nebraska, Illinois, Ohio State, and Purdue. The only ranked teams on their whole schedule were Penn State and Ohio State, and they had the number nine ranked strength of schedule. I'm I'm really just trying to think. And I don't have anything to say. Like, you know, but Florida State, you, they, they wanted to put us at the bottom of the strength of schedule list. But, you know, we're not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. Anyway, then you put them up against TCU and they had enough. And what was crazy was everybody was like, oh, no, they're going to play TCU. They got this. They got this. No, they didn't. They lost 51 to 45. Michigan cannot finish a game for anything. They can't finish a season, which is why I don't understand why we hype them up every single year. Like, they'll come into the next season and have this dumb high ranking, and then they'll beat all these boom-boom teams the whole entire season, and then we'll be back in the same situation again. We'll be here at the same time next year talking about, well, Michigan didn't do it. Is anyone surprised? Never bet on Michigan. Never bet on Michigan. So, once again, this was just a short little episode where we can get to know each other. So, you can see where my head is. Um, I hope that I educated you and made you feel smarter and if you are an Oregon, Notre Dame, or Michigan fan, I hope maybe you pick a new team that you're for. <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm not. Um, but just, just take into consideration what I say when you walk around talking Notre Dame fans, when you walk around talking about your beloved fighting Irish. Remember, you haven't won a national championship. Since 1988. Okay? So, once again, this is Targeting the Podcast, and we're out of here.